We need to get on to the, uh, the games from yesterday. Well, and I, I know where you blokes are wanting to go. Well, yeah. I hope Brian yeah, we need to. comes in, and I know he will be better prepared than your team were yesterday, Jim. And that's uh, as, as sad as, and we only can call it as we see it. The worst indictment of all is that when the first game of the season comes around with the anticipation and the hype and the build-up and the talk, to, to um, dish up what North Melbourne did in that first half, that, that would be the thing that would be killing Brad Scott because you don't lose your ability over a summer. All he can sheet that back to, and let, hang on, I'm just parking Adelaide for the minute because we're going to get to yep. them and they couldn't have been any more impressive. But the effort from North Melbourne um, is a thing that Brad would be uh, gutted with because uh, he, he talks about how he wants North Melbourne and you as the, the head, if we can just remove you from your job here, mm-hmm. want to be perceived in the marketplace. Um, you lost respect in terms of what you were able to gain last year, not for the season, but in a very... For just for, and that's, that's why next week becomes critical. I always say that. I don't hang aside on a one-off performance. I look to see how the response is, but by hell, it better be good because that's as poor as I've seen. Well, from, he used the words them. insipid and embarrassing in his presser, hmm. and you can't argue with any of that. Well, the contested ball was the big one for mine. Uh, the scoreboard's the, the big winner we know, but absolutely smacking gas. I think it was something like 141 to... 110. Yeah, they lost it by 27, yeah. so 115 to 142. Yeah, that's a smacking. And, and, Jim, those words were all part of the vocabulary used by Brad Scott in his post-match assessment of the loss to the Crows last night. That performance is a bitterly disappointing to us, and it's an indictment on us. I mean, I'm boiling inside, but we've got to do something about it, so... Everyone these days talks in cliches, and it's about actions, not words. So you can rip paint off walls, and you can do those sorts of things, and, those, and the players will get what's coming to them. But it's about what we do about it that's going to make the difference. Yeah, and um, that is why next week... Who you got next week? Brisbane. Uh, against Brisbane will be so critical. Um, he, there was also the words in during that... I think it was the post-game presser where he said, we came over expecting an ambush, and we got it. And um, so... He would have been saying, this is Phil Walsh, this is his first go at it, this is a side who were poor last year, wound them up, wound them up, wound them up, and um, they didn't get any resistance, bud. Well, it's been a... They haven't won round one, I don't think, under, under Brad, and well, that's disappointing. <clears throat> I, I think this week, when he talked about actions there, I know the conditioning staff and the sports science, uh, Steve Saunders does an outstanding job. I get the feeling uh, she's a mouth guard job uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, the way he's talking there. Now, I know you can't... Do you still do that? Well, I reckon maybe just to hit up for 20 minutes. Uh, if they didn't compete on the weekend, and I know they've got to beat Brisbane, you don't want to get injuries, but you can simulate some hardness. I just You could hear in his voice, uh, it could be one during the week where they just need to get, as a horse trainer, they put a horse over the hurdles uh, if they don't run well. So it might be just a 20-minute mouth guard job. Joe, but you um, made some pretty strong comments this corresponding time last year after another round one yep. loss, and you, you really sharpened up the focus of the club. I mean, now, 12 months on, and having lost the, the prelim final as it happened against the Swans, where they were yep. effectively ragdolled as they were against the Crows yesterday. Um, do you feel the need to say anything right now as uh, no, you no. absorb what happened yesterday? No, I don't, other than I 100% agree with what Brad said, uh, and I know Drew Petrie was on... I think another radio station this morning, and he used the word pathetic. I mean, when you look at the effort indicators, which are what our club certainly hangs its hat on, I mean, not it's not only the contested ball, Spud, which was appallingly low, um, but if you look at some of the others, like the tackle count was 57-50 against when we didn't have the ball. Mm. Mm. 
So when you haven't got the footy, the one thing you've got to do is tackle. It's the only way you can get it back. And yet they were seven up in the tackle count. The clearances are miles up, 27-40. So all the indicators that show that you're having a crack were horrific. And so, you know, Brad's absolutely spot on. That's that's insipid. And, and you know, I always say this. You know, round one doesn't sneak up on anyone. You know, you all know round one's coming for five and a half months. It's in your diary. It's what you all set up for. And if you, you know, all the BS that we talk about, you know, with North Melbourne blokes when they come on and, you know, Jim swaggers his way down there and all the rest of it, which is, you know, comedic and all the rest of it, but it's absolutely not true. I have no input into what happens in footy at all. But if you asked our leaders, if you asked Andrew Swallow or Zeebs or, you know, Drewy or Dal or anyone, you know, if, if, if Jim mentions anything, what is it? I, it I just walk in and go, boys, is there any danger that we could win round one? Just just some time. We did it on the footy show. I'm like a broken record. Could we just win round one? Is that possible? And yet, last year against Essendon, we were poor. I thought really poor. And that's when you made some pretty strong comments. Yeah, and, and Brad says yesterday, insipid, embarrassing. Well, he's right. So can I say why? And again, I'm going to, we're going to get to Adelaide and pay them due respect in a minute. But can you... Well, I know it would have been a long trip back, and uh, you've got to stick together. I mean, why? Because the war, you, throwing down your throats that you haven't won round one for so long, as you say, and I'm 100%, no one should come unprepared for round one. Why then? When all the warnings are there, it's all put out in front of you, and yet they come out, they being North Melbourne, for a half a footy, with all of that in the back of their mind, with all of that thrown down their throat and serve that up? Oh, I don't have the answer. And uh, all I know is from talking to, to Brad and talking to everyone attached to the footy department, they couldn't have been happier with the preparation. The selected team was very good. Uh, probably Lockie Hansen's the only player that would get into that team if he was fit. I think everyone else is there. So there's not one excuse around availability or fitness of the 22 playing so you haven't got any wriggle room there we haven't um and you know like i sat in the in the lounge yesterday gaz on the way home and you know this beautiful family sitting in front of me with their kids with the north melbourne gear on they've flown all the way over to watch that you know and when you when you're the chairman you you take a much more helicopter view of of things you don't liniment sniff as much so you know i concern myself with the impact it has on membership and the impact it has on the attendance for this week's game and the impact it has on the commercial guys ability to do their job so you don't dive into the minutiae of the footy as much as you blokes do uh, because it's not my job to do that but you know i i don't if you had brad scott on the line right now he would say we don't have one single excuse for what happened therefore those 22 players need to cop it and wear it. And uh, they are the 22 we should be asking the questions of. There's no good asking Jim, although we do because he's here. There's no good asking Brad because he would say the same thing, prepared to the minute. Therefore, the 22 blokes that took that field are the ones that have to shoulder this responsibility. And if they're the sort of players that uh, I think they are, then uh, they will and they'll accept it and they'll respond. It's almost, it's almost pointless talking about it any further. Because it is that's so bad that you just go, okay, let's see what the response is. That's you, where do, I do think. Do you show the video? Do you show the, the room for improvement? Well, the or specifics you... you will because uh, we'll talk about Taylor Walker taking nine marks or eight marks in the first quarter, eight uncontested. We'll talk about the lack of pressure. You're going to shoot that back to your defenders, you know. Does, does Tippett the one that's going to wear that individually? Or do you say, where was the pressure through the midfield? Yeah, all those issues can come into it. But I'm, I, I'd almost say... 
dusted. Is it mentally just a bit of a soft underbelly with the, the pre-season? What I talk about, a lot of people saying you've got uh, Higgins there, you've got Waits. Who was very good, Higgins, by the Pre- way. Prelim final last year. You beat Hawthorne in the NAB Challenge, which was a, a pretty good performance up at Shepparton. And maybe beating them, you think, well, all we've got to do is just get to the prelim again. We've got a couple of extra players. Mentally, obviously, they weren't up for the job. And that, that's, as I said, that's the, the chemistry that, yeah. that Brad has to find in, in six or seven days before they play Brisbane. It's as simple as no, that. No, you're spot on. And, and Gaz, you and I have worked together for so long, I've heard you say it so often, and, and it's absolutely spot on about the response. But what I would say is if, if you're going to genuinely be a good side, you don't put that up in the first place. No, but you, you don't ever get to a position where you have to respond. No, that is a, that's a given, Jim. But what I'm saying is we can say that a hundred times between now and the time we're off air. That's a given. Right mm-hmm. at the top. If you think you're going to be as good as you are, that should never happen. It has. So now what are we going to mm-hmm. do about it? And I guess the other concern, Damon, you, you're, if you can just, you're a kangaroo watcher closer than, than we are. It's on the back of a performance against Sydney yep. where, you, where you wanted to be a contender where they also got shoved aside, Smashed. not as, as comprehensively, but in, in a manner that says, well, we've got work to do. Yeah, and, and the link um, from my perspective there, Gaz, is that what happened in the, in the back line where uh, Tippett and Franklin got a hold of Thompson and, and Co last year and another big man like yesterday in, in Walker and then Jenkins came in over the top yesterday and you've got Tippett uh, being subbed out of the game. As JB said, Hanson could come back in, but he's going to change the situation and Grimer's effectively out for the season anyway and, mm. and he's probably a, a bigger loss than, than maybe realised outside the club. And maybe we don't know until halfway through the year we just might be looking at a side, Adelaide, who, who may have taken not one step but about four steps forward and no one, or no one should be getting too far ahead of themselves in terms of the loss and the win but they to be fair to Philip Walsh, um, mm. A, the appointment looks to be in a short, very short term to be vindicated because they, not only the win, but the manner in which they played, they appeared to be far more organised, far more disciplined, far more structured, and we know about him, that's the way he wants to coach. So a big tick for him, well, the appointment, but big tick for him be able to implement and get his players to play the way he wants to play, short term. So that's a big tick. Very big tick for his decision to appoint Taylor Walker as captain, which raised eyebrows everywhere. Why didn't Dangerfield get it? Why didn't Sloan get it? You know, Taylor's a uh, Texan's a lad, da-da-da-da-da. He looked like Wayne Carey. He mm. can't say any more than that on the week, on uh, yesterday. And, um, you know, they may just be one of those sides that Port Adelaide, take a, a Port Adelaide-like step forward when Ken Hinckley took over. If that's the case, when you sit back and go, geez, you know, this, North Melbourne was shocking, but they got beaten by a very good side. And it was only 2012 they were a kick away from a grand final. Yeah. So th- the core of that team is still there. Yeah, and it was exciting. Uh, if you're an Adelaide su- Crow supporter, they're the winners. They're, they're the big winners out of the weekend. What it does tell you is the... Um the Voss and Heard appointment, uh, after no experience initially, having not great success uh, as coaches initially, apprenticeships count for everything now. Phil Walsh has been an assistant coach now for 22, 23 years. And Ken Hinckley was in the same boat as yeah, well. Yeah, you so can throw Brendan McCartney into that yeah, equation well, too, Spud. No, and and you know, that shoots the argument. So, all right, so you will put a uh, unproven coach in, in the future. No, it? I'm just saying, you, you can you can model that angle around any, no, any, any uh, scenario you want. Experience. There'll be never well, what happened un- to Brendan McCartney? There'll be never what happened untri- to Brendan McCartney? No, my point is, oh, there'll be never an untried coach appointed to an AFL team ever again. What about Mark Neal? Yeah, well, he had a good apprenticeship and, and, did, and so did, uh, did very, very ordinary. 
Yeah, but so all I'm saying you can, is... You can have the biggest apprentice in the world. You've got to have the man, the ability yeah. to manage the group. And uh, Phil Walsh has managed them beautifully on the back of a 70-point win. So let's see what happens as, as the year unfolds.